witch is dead. Witch old witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, dong the, the witch, witch is dead. dead. And you know who's alive? Who? We are. We are. <laughs> do you know who else? Is, do you know who is really dead? Who? Most of the gods of Amonkhet. Yes. Yeah. Super dead. Super dead. Is Hazaret still kicking? Yeah, right now she's still kicking. She's, you know, she like took the last remaining people and was like, we're going Peace. somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, can't blame her for that. She looked at that city and she was like, well, this place is wrecked. Uh, yeah, we might Let's as well take a nice little trek through the desert. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that, you know, this set is very biblical and it that, that continues. That part is. The part where I was, even as I was saying it, I was like, Hazard took the remaining people and was like, across the desert we go. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. You know what else is dead? What? Mono Red. <laughs> not I mean, really, it's but... Not, it's not... But, like, one one copy in the top eight is, yeah. like, encouraging, encouraging for people who think that Mono Red is the witch and that that witch is a bad witch. And you gotta put a house on a bad witch, as that's we all right. know. Put a and house the, on and it. And today, the house that's on the bad witch is made of zombies. <laughs> the zombie wow. house landed on the bad witch. The Disturbing. bad witch is... Barely, barely still kicking. More about this, of course, as we recap GP Minneapolis in this show. Mm-hmm. But before we even tell you what we're going to tell you. That's right. Let's tell you that we are Magic the Amateuring, a podcast about magic. That's right we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's often been disputed, but here we are confirming it. Correct. And if someone is listening to this and then look, turns to you and says, this is not a podcast about magic, you can look right back at them and say, they just said it is. They just just confirmed it. Yes. And what we so, say on the show is gospel. Choir. Choir. It is gospel choir. <laughs> Man, I would love a magic gospel choir. They just like what just singing like, you know, gospels about certain cards or whatever. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Yeah. Oh, wow. If you write uh, gospels, get in touch with us at MTA. If you're one of those contemporary gospel writers. (laughs) We would love to hear from you. Um, (laughs) I've got a gospel choir in my back pocket that I know of. I'm sure they'd be down. Uh, So just let us know. Let us know. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts of the show, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Nurple. (laughs) Maria Nurple bringing you the hottest magic news fresh off the press, which is, I believe, the saying. That's like the dumbest joke I've ever told, but like simultaneously the funniest. That's not my name, obviously. I don't know. Frank Zappa could be your dad. My name is Megan. And on today's... I am not Frank Zappa's son. <laughs> today's show, we're going to recap Grand Prix Minneapolis, which is our hometown Grand Prix. It happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. Boom. It was standard. Megan played some standard, played some PTQ. Yeah, I did. Played both those things. So many stories. Some of them went better than others. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Commander. We don't always do that on the show, but when we do, we talk about it. And yes, we do. <laughs> there's a bunch of new preview cards floating around out there. Especially ones that have cat in the creature type line. So I'm personally quite excited about that. Um, Yeah, so put on your commander hats if you've got them. It's coming up later in the show. Yes. Or your commander (laughs) crowns, because monarchs and commander are a thing. Really? 
Yeah. You can do the monarch stuff? That's why they put it in the set. <laughs> do you think they like put it in conspiracy to just be like, hey, but by the way, don't use this in Commander. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Because a commander player is just going to do it. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the monarch. Hey. Oh, man. Can you play monarch-themed commander decks like that are all about making you the monarch? Yeah. Sick. That's a thing. I just want to wear a tiny crown. I want to wear a regular-sized crown. I want to <laughs> wear an oversized crown that slips down over my head. Yeah. And just, I want it to be so big. I'm talking about a hula hoop. Let's, you keep, want, go- you let's want, keep going. You want to just... Yeah, I want a hula hoop. Hula All right. Anyway. Okay. okay. <laughs> Before we get to our show, of course, we have to thank all of our people who have become patrons and who are patrons supporting us on patreon.com slash mtacast. Thank you so much for breathing life into the show and making Just it like something. Just like someone performing CPR on the beach. <laughs> you perform CPR on us every week. Thank you. Thank you for that. We know that you have updated your CPR techniques and you're not doing the chest compressions anymore. Wait, no, it's just chest compressions Oh, now. wait. <laughs> don't listen don't, to me. Don't we are not a medical <laughs> podcast. Do not listen to Maria's guidelines for performing CPR. I literally just told you to do the wrong The exact thing. opposite of what you're supposed to do in CPR. Oh my god. Just so everybody knows, the new accepted method is only, only chest, chest compressions. compressions. I feel like it's really important to drive this home. <laughs> the number of times on this show I have said something that's the exact opposite of what you should do is too high. It is too high. <laughs> oh my god. I just killed several people. Anyway. Well, everybody. Thank you for doing chest compressions on us and yes. only chest compressions yes. every week. <laughs> If you haven't ever uh, considered becoming a patron, please consider it. Uh, you can support the show for as little as a buck an episode, which is less than you probably pay for something you don't even like. That's right. Like a bad cup of coffee. That's right. Four dollars a month. Saying. You could get a really good cup of coffee for that. But do you know what? As I always say, yeah. both support the show and get a good cup of coffee because yeah. you're worth it. You are worth it. Um. Thank you also to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash MTACast. Uh, if you're heading over there, use that affiliate link so that they know that you support the show and that you also buy sick magic cards, which we already know because magic cards are cool. Yeah, and I've got to do some magic card buying before Grand Prix Denver, which is coming up in Ooh. two weekends, and uh, I don't have any cards. <laughs> I just don't have them. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to be using carkino.com slash MTACast. We wouldn't tell you Do to you know use what? it if we didn't they like, love it. They always get here. We talked <laughs> last yes, week, we right, about how I had just on that day, last week, Tuesday, ordered my cards. Yeah. Regular shipping. Yes. And late in the afternoon. And um, they like they got there by Friday morning. Yeah. It was insane. And I was so like, I could go and use them for side events on Friday. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, amazing. And I want to shout out to Car Kingdom's blog, too. Um, we had Hallie Santo here recently, uh, who was writing for Grand Prix Minneapolis. Yeah. And uh, she said one of her proudest things about uh, working for Car Kingdom, which she does now, is Car Kingdom's blog. And so they've got a great blog on their website. If you want to read cool things people are writing about magic in kind of a fun way, Car Kingdom's blog. Um, but yeah, use our affiliate link to get there, carkingdom.com slash MTACast, and be counted. 
Grand Minneapolis. <laughs> hey, everybody. There was a GP in town this weekend. And in town is our town. And our town is, is a, a play. play that I never want to see ever again. <laughs> Do you know what? Here's the truth. I think I saw one other high school's production of it when I was in high school. Oh, boy. I did not get what was going on, but it definitely left me with the need to never see it. Oh, absolutely. That's the number one takeaway from watching Our Town. Is it like, <laughs> I don't need to watch this play again? Don't ever need to see this play ever again. But I also had a yeah. similar reaction in that I was just like, what is this? Why is this? It's like one of those things where somehow in history it has been yeah. s- somehow selected as like one of the all-time greats or, or something. Like why? Like that you're supposed to do as a or high school. Or is it just because it has like, maybe it's like content appropriate for yes, high and, school. and high, they can do it. Yeah, which like Oof. not all plays are. Just don't. Just if you're don't. listening to me and you decide it your needs to get theater the bucket thing. along with Midsummer Night's Dream. Get out of there. Boom. Oh, anytime someone just recently told me that they were they had like auditioned for a production of Midsummer Night's Dream and I was like, we're still doing that? <laughs> Do you mean we as a society? Yes, like we as a society are still producing that play. Just so you all yeah. know, if yeah. that's your favorite Shakespeare play, you're wrong. <laughs> Boom, you heard it here first. I agree with that statement. So yes. go revisit, you read some more Shakespeare, yes. watch some more Shakespeare, you'll find a better one. Like definitively, Twelfth Night and Much Ado are both head like oh, head, head shoulders, shoulders above it. And then we're just talking comedies. Yes. Yeah. If you add in the be, weird stuff, weird like stuff then you get tragedy? Tempest and Winter's Tale behind that. And if you yeah. add in the tragedies, then it's then it's just like it's brrr. so far down. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna make a lot of people who love that play very, <laughs> very mad, mad right now. We're just gonna yeah. have really polarized our we audience. We are, we are. But look, opinions. If, if you want to send us some hate mail about how <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream is actually a great work, like it needs to be a legit think piece. Otherwise, I'm not <laughs> gonna be convinced. If you just tell me that you love it, I'm gonna be like, your opinion is incorrect. I even did Midsummer Night's Dream, but only as a youth. I was like in middle school or something, so it wasn't like the real version. We just did like a chunk of it. Yeah, um, not cool. I saw the Guthrie. I've seen two different performances of it at the Guthrie. Why? Like, why is the Guthrie doing that play? Because people will come see it. Ugh. Butts That's like seats. not a good enough reason. Butts in seats. This is a theater podcast where we go Everybody. off the handle. <laughs> Welcome to Theater the Amateur, <laughs> where we offer amateur reviews of professional and amateur theater. Uh, they did King Lear recently. I was yes. actually legitimately sad that I didn't get to go see that because I heard that, um, you know, when they gouge out Kent's eyeballs, oh. it's with a, it was like a woman who did it with her high heel. Instead oh, of a spoon. Shoot. Like, a, like it was, she like gouged it out with her heels. That's pretty bad. That was pretty great, right? I saw King Lear there. In, um, I think I was in grade school still. Yeah. Because my memory of it is that King Lear was the spittiest performer I've ever seen. And that you know was what? my takeaway. That's away. a real thing. It That's was a real rare. thing. It was like a shower. Yeah. Front row Gross. shower. Gross. Good thing you all are only witnessing this with your ear nodes or your eye sockets because you don't have to worry about the splash zone. What were we talking about? We were talking about GP Minneapolis. Yes! Oh, Um, I could go on forever about this, though. Uh, That was in our town, and our town is a play, and that's how we got here. Yes, that is it. That was the road we took. That was uh, the long and winding (laughs) road, which is a song. All right, let's get into the Beatles Beatles right now. Let's talk about the catalog of the Beatles. Um, If you think X is the best Beatles song, you're wrong! 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was in uh, Minneapolis, which is why they named it GP Minneapolis. Clever. (laughs) Smart. Clever. Smart. So we both played in GP Minneapolis last year. Yes, we did. And it was our first day twos. Yes, it was. So that was like big magic moment in our lives. Um, and so here we are one year later. Yes. And what, running it a back. year and change. A year and change. A year and change. And uh, Megan bringing yeah. another control deck to the table. Of course. Talk to me about what you brought and how it did. I did. I took blue red control. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're talking about a little bit of like play what you know. Yeah. I did terribly. Well. That's not entirely true. That's not true. Um, I started out two, three, and then I had to leave to do a show. <laughs> So, so you really get to find out more about what happened after that. Yeah, you could have. I think you could have won out because you're. There's a chance. I it was very matchup dependent. I will say that. So I got a future match in round two. Yes. So you can go check out. Check it along out. Along with uh, Melissa really DeTora doing commentary. Yeah. I actually, so I watched it yesterday. Oh, did you? Because I was like clipping the highlights. Oh, yeah. Uh, clipping the rounds. And. I, it's actually super nerve-wracking to watch, like, oh. two people that you respect talk about you play a game of magic. <laughs> the whole time I was just like, oh, this is actually really uncomfortable. <laughs> and, like, they were lovely and gave me the benefit of the doubt many times. It was super nice. Did you, when you watched it, were you like, oh, why didn't I do that thing that they talked about? Or were you like, no, I made the correct decision and... Um, there was only, I think that there were only one or two points where they were surprised that I did something yeah. or I did something out of, um, like out of the ordinary for, I think what they were expecting. And I feel like in retrospect, I looked at it and I was like, do you know what? I still feel good about those choices that yeah. I made. Yeah. They turned out um, all right because I crushed that, that round. You crushed Spoiler that alert. Round. Crushed that round. It's a great match though. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. Cause you like, go like to two. It's close. Yeah. Um, so I felt like, yeah, I really loved that game. It was against Black Green, which is a very good matchup. Uh, but then I faced Mono Red, which is terrible. Very bad matchup. I won game one because my opponent got stuck on one land for a while. So that was good for me. (laughs) That's kind of like what you had to hope for in that matchup. Sometimes you just have to be like, all right. Um, and then let's see the next round. I faced Teamer Energy, which is actually, I like but both games, I don't remember if I lost in two or three. It might have been three. Um, the two games that I lost, I just, like, I stabilized, and then I flooded. I drew, yeah. like, four lands in a row, and my opponent resolved a bristling Hydra. And, like, that's all that you need in that matchup. It's oh, like, yeah. you just need this stupid big Hydra that I, like, it. can't t- target. It's like, yeah, okay, then I do eventually just die to that. Uh, which is, a, you know, a risk of the deck. Sometimes if they have the right card and you don't have the right answer... You're done for. Yeah. So that was like a little hard because I felt like I could have won those ma- that match. I was yeah. like feeling good about the games for some portion of it. But then like it just took a sharp turn. And I think I told someone like between those the two games that I lost, I saw like one Gear Hulk and two Glimmer of Genius between those two games total. Oof, which is like right. if the deck doesn't see those cards, it's like not good. <laughs> those are what we call the cornerstones. Those are very good cards that you need for the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. Teamer Energy yeah. was a deck that kind of yeah. had a little mini resurgence, I yeah. think, at the tournament this weekend. Didn't end up doing well, I think, yeah. as, a, as the tournament progressed. But something to keep our eyes on. Mm-hmm. And then surprisingly, I played against Mardu Vehicles. Yeah, Mardu Vehicles came back uh, out like, of like, what nowhere. Is I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I thought that yeah. Mardu Vehicles was long gone. Yeah. Not true. Not true. 
And again, I won, I won one game and then lost two others. And I was like, do you know what? It's all right. Not I, my day. I choose to believe you would have won out that tournament. Thank you. I mean, if I had faced black and black green, yeah, it would have been great. Because every week, like, I went and played on Friday some. I played a bunch of, against a bunch of zombies and black green decks and just, like, crushed them. Oh, yeah. This is, this so. is what's going to happen because that's what everyone's going to play at Denver. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll so see. we are talking a little bit about Anyways. how the metagame was shifting yes. after the Pro Tour coming into Minneapolis. Like a ghost. Like a ghost shifts in the night or a ghost host. Hey, what's up? Hey. <laughs> ah, wow what a joker i know you know and like but it's also really insightful that was both really funny and, and really insightful, insightful. It's a, tr- a universal truth thanks ghost host thanks for ghost that. host high five <laughs> two double-sided <laughs> you know so bearing the lead the deck that yes. won this tournament was mo- mono black zombies yes and uh was undefeated <laughs> Yeah, this player, uh, Steve Locke. Steve Locke didn't lose a match all weekend. All freaking weekend. The only one was a tie because he drew into the top eight, but wow. probably also would have won that one. I mean, like, why the heck not? So Just just really just taking it down, man. Uh, on his way there in the semifinals, yeah. he beat a local player and friend of the show, uh, our friend Matt. Yay, Matt! Yay, Matt! Who was the only player in the top eight yes. playing mono red. Yeah. Or Ramunap red. And that was like, everyone was, we were expecting to come into this and just see red versus red. Red, 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 red. But we didn't. No. So the metagame has evolved just as we expected to kind of battle the red menace. Um, AKA communism. And, yes. um, thank you to everybody who sent us those posters. Those posters were great. <laughs> Loved it. You can uh, head over to our Twitter to check out some <laughs> listeners, anti-communism defeat the red menace posters. Uh, and like b- zombies, you know, Melissa was like, that's going to be the best deck this weekend. And she was right. It was very strong. It's resilient. It just... Does it does everything you need in this metagame. Yeah. Black Green was also we had two copies of that in the top eight, piloted yeah. by some brothers. That's right, Brad Nelson and Corey Baumeister. So adorable. Take there. Do you know what? every photo that I see that they post of them, like <sighs> the two of them, is just like the cutest. It's so cute. They're like the cutest pair of brothers to exist. It just made me happy to see them um, make the top eight yeah. together. And speaking of cool matches to watch, there is, I think, one round before the cut to top eight um, where Brad Nelson is playing against... It's eh, in 13. Round 13. Round 13. What, what the heck was he playing against? I can't remember. I don't remember either. <clears throat> anyway, he top-decked a walking ballista to win the match on the literal last chance he had to win the match. Like, it was back and forth, back and forth, and the opponent, like, drew... They must have been on zombies because they drew like Dark Salvation, Liliana's Master. They like were drawing Ooh. like a champ. Yeah. And it was like swinging back and forth. And they drew it. And everyone was like, oh, Brad has no chance unless he draws Walking Ballista. First turn he doesn't. No, he doesn't have it. Next turn, <gasps> boom, off the top of his deck. It was, it was great. That's awesome. So, oh my yeah. gosh. Very exciting. <sighs> but let's just briefly touch upon some of the other shenanigans we saw. That's right. Standard. Uh, we saw Chris... Chris Catpacked Botello. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, if you're going to be remembered for something, it's a great thing to be remembered for. This is the uh, the player who at GP Portland yeah. last year came with the um, 
what a demonic pact. Yes. And harmless offering deck. So where you would use three modes and then harmless offering away your pact and they only have the option to choose you lose yes! the game. Yes. So good. Um yeah, so that deck will be remembered forever because it, will. it was great. It was great. Um, but Chris Patello, quite like quite the deck brewer, yeah. uh, showed up, got ninth at this GP with Eldrazi Vampires. This like mono black, mono black Eldrazi Vampires deck. Yeah, super sweet. Maria, Playing. like what's rolling? So what's rolling in this deck is Drana, Liberator of Malakir. Yeah. Which what is this card? <laughs> I mean, you it's know, it's a vampire. Welcome back, vampire. It's a two-three first striker, and what she does is when she deals combat damage to a player, you just put plus one plus one counters on all your attacking creatures. So no, just on all of your. Oh wait, on, on attacking. Uh, attacking. Right. My bad. So it's like what you want to do is just smash in because you're playing reality smasher you're playing yeah. matter reshaper you're playing thought not seer yeah um, glint sleeve siphoner glint sleeve siphoner drawn some cards maybe yeah and then you're attacking put counters on Ooh, everything gifted etherborn yeah gifted etherborn fantastic card if you're expecting a lot of red um Kalitas, trader of get you know this just is just a crazy little brew where yeah Eldra- he correctly Great. assumed that Eldrazi would be very strong right now and um also brought something that people weren't expecting. So thumbs up to Chris Patello because yeah. I love seeing the crazy stuff he brings. And he does well with it, which is a combination that you don't normally get. No. So Eldrazi Vampires, check it out, dailymtg.com in the coverage archive if you want to um, take a look at these it's lists. It's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Uh, then there's something much more my speed yeah. in 10th place. <laughs> Uh, Dan Ward's white-blue Approach of the Second Sun deck. What? This deck uh, does what you think it does, and that it wins by casting Approach of the Second Sun twice. Yep. Uh, there are three copies of it. There's also just a bunch of control cards. You've got some Fumigates. You've got Ether Meltdown. What? You've got Cast Out, Blessed Alliance, Sensor, Glimmer of Genius, Hieroglyphic Illumination, Supreme Will, and Unsummon. Yeah. Um, just, you know... Just doing its thing. You say, you know, fumigate your stuff, censor some of your spells, maybe Supreme Will some of your spells, cast out your threats, and then cast this approach once, and then hopefully draw it within like a turn or two. <laughs> the Ether Meltdown was the biggest surprise for me seeing this second act. Yeah. I'm like, what is this card? But uh, yeah, I just was flummoxed at how this deck did well versus a lot of aggressive strategies. You've got, I mean, you've got Fumigate in here, but yeah, like. Yeah, and you've got Blessed Alliance. I guess it is he made still, it work. Yeah. Um, so I tried this out yesterday. Yeah. I don't know that this deck is a technically good. <laughs> I mean, it certainly doesn't like look like it. Yes. And like sometimes you're playing, you're just like, what am I doing? And the answer is that you're Nothing. like trying to just like jam an approach at some point. Yeah. Um, but like one of my favorite things is I was playing against this Mardu player who got real salty because I cast approach once and I'm like, I'm like, my life title is getting low. I've had to like cast a lot of blessed alliances. Yeah. So I like survive the next turn because, you know, I gained the seven life. And then the next turn I have to like cast two blessed alliance out of my hand. So I'm not drawing cards. But then like. Again, I like cast like an ether meltdown and then I get to supreme will into the approach. <laughs> so it's only been like two yeah, or three turns yeah. since I cast it. And my opponent was just so mad. <laughs> That's they what were you're so supposed mad. to do. Exactly. And you're like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but exactly. that's exactly what they this just seemed like to do. so upset that that what I had done worked. That <laughs> but it's like I did what I'm 
Like, I did the plan. Look, I I'm not going to wait there's seven a plan. turns. Exactly. You think I'm crazy? No. No, I'm going to try and make this two turns. Oh, that was buddy. great. That was very great. Oof. And coming in eleventh was your deck, Megan. Blue yeah, red, blue control. red control. So it's a little bit different. I'm gonna I'm gonna try out this uh, this build of it, which I quite like. It has three hieroglyphic illumination in, in addition to four glimmer of genius. Yeah, just draw all the cards um, and four disallow. So like I I like this version. I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah, blue red control. I do believe will probably be uh, positioned just fine going into some. Uh, some standard well, I can action. Help because like the next five to six to a million decks are black and black green. Oh yeah, for sure. So fingers mono crossed. Black, black green energy. Mono, mono black, black, mono black, mono black, mono black, mono black, Remy Nap Red. <laughs> Turn that into a song, somebody. <laughs> Marty Vehicles, uh, welcome back. There is some cooler stuff, though. Uh, there was some ramp decks that existed. Yes, there are. Ramp is ramp is going around. Some red-green ramp. We saw white-green ramp as well, which is kind of spicy. Nice. Um, but the funniest thing to me about the, those decks is that they have to use, like, really poopy draft cards to ramp themselves. Yes. <laughs> There's just, like, not super good There's, ramp like, stuff. Druid of the Cowl. Druid of the Cowl. Like, that you're just what? like, okay, or, like, Beneath the Sands, <laughs> beneath and you're like, all right. Weirding Wood was coming back for some reason. Yeah. But I have to say Funny. that, like, um, I played, and to be fair, like, the I played against it with the Approach deck yesterday. Yeah. That's a terrible matchup for Approach. Oh, really? But at one point, yeah, because, like, you can't stop their you plan. Stop and eventually they're going to cast these things and destroy your lands, which you oh, need to cast you do need that stupid seven-mana spell that you're trying to win with. And, like, my opponent one game went, like, they were, like, stuck up. They went to three lands, and they were stuck. And I was like, this is, okay, this is all right. But then eventually they, like, Hour of Promised into, like, two Shrine of the Forsaken God. And then they had, like, one more. And they just went, literally, their spells went Ulamog, Ulamog, Worldbreaker, Worldbreaker, Worldbreaker. What? And I was just like, I'm done. No. Like, I was probably dead at the second Ulamog, but I was still, like, trying to, like, scrape it out because I had, like, you know, like, cast cast one out, and then, like, Blessed Alliance, the other one, when it attacked. But then, like, Worldbreaker hit, and I was like, I probably, like, I can take five, that's fine. And then the second Worldbreaker hit, and I was like, this is terrible! And then the third one, and I was just like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, that's rough. Real rough. My pet deck of the weekend, though, was none of these. It was Reanimator. Salt right. Reanimator, which um, was primarily blue-black, but did have green in there in order to cast uh, Ishkana, um, which you want to do, of course, if you've got a lot of stuff in your graveyard because you have Delirium. Yeah. So this deck is really... I don't Like I was saying to Megan before the show, I'm not sure how great it is, but it is definitely awesome. I think it's potentially pretty sick, depending. Depending. Yeah. I'm going to play it some more. Uh, it What it does is that it puts stuff in your graveyard using mm -hmm. strategic planning. Ooh. Champion of Wits. Double ooh. Yeah, this card, obviously. Everybody loves Champion, Champion of, of Wits. So good. That card is mm. sick. Then you play Liliana, Death's Majesty, and you minus her to get something back from your graveyard and put it onto the battlefield Ugh. too soon. Like a, yes. like that, you know, that 8-8 eight, eight demon. The 8-8 eight, eight demon, Razaketh, the foul-blooded. And then Razaketh just pow, basically pow, pow. allows you to, if you have another creature, tutor up whatever you want. In your library, you just go get it. Wow. Um, you can play, I, I mean, 
I'm excited to uh, fool around with this deck because this is just like really weird. If there is one better way to get stuff back earlier than Liliana, I think this deck would be yeah. like really gold. But um, yeah. yeah, it does suck that she's like the only reanimator spell. Yeah, but ever after is the only other yeah. one. But oh, that's right. But it is that's more. All right. It is very good because you get two things back. Yeah. Um, but it's expensive, right? It's so you have to wait till turn five before you're doing. Uh, yeah. reanimation so That's i don't true. know but it's like really fun right because you get to play these creatures too soon it's like cube except in cube you can reanimate gristlebrand on turn two <laughs> so you're not going to be doing it's that not uh but it's not quite that but That's still pretty do. cool yeah. Still pretty cool. So basically what we're saying is it feels wide open. Go out there and make yourself your own deck. Steal somebody's ideas. It's fine. Do uh, whatever. Do whatever you want. Because do you know what? Shakespeare stole most of his ideas. <laughs> but wherever he got that idea for Midsummer's, I wish he hadn't. <laughs> he did. <laughs> there wasn't just standard going on at GP Minneapolis. No. There wasn't. There was lots of side events, including yes. a pro tour qualifier, which That's means right. you win it, you are qualified for the pro tour, and it's really cool. And uh, the one, the way that they do it is it's always kind of like the opposite format of what the main event is. So in this case... Although I heard that they're switching that. Are they really? They're going to make it so. the same? I think so. Oh, interesting. Okay, so for right now, it was, it was sealed, and Megan's breaking out her deck box, so yep. you know we got serious business here. That's right. Um, so the way it works is that there's eight pods of 32... And you have to five zero your pod. Wow! To make uh to make the top eight. <sighs> that is really which is absurd. Really tall order. Um, I did have a sick deck though. Yeah. Uh, I had God Pharaoh's gift. Yes. Uh, Dusk Dawn. Wow. And uh, our friend Gideon of the Gideon. Trials. Which uh, you know, sick. those are three three very good rares. Um, and then in addition to that, I had like Avon Wood Guide. I had Eternal of Harsh Truths. Yeah. Um, and this card. Um, what I really like about it is that it punishes people who don't know how to play against it correctly or who sure. make bad decisions about playing against it. I won a game off of this literally because I was attacking this 1-3 into my opponent's 2-4s, and they decided to let me draw a card instead of taking the Afflict 2, right? Like, they didn't want to block yeah, because they didn't want to take 2 damage, even though our creatures would bounce. Right. And it's just like, that's, no, that's wrong. You always pick two damage over a damage and giving your opponent just a free card. Like, if you if there is an enchantment that's like, you, you either take two damage or your opponent draws a card. And you take one, by the way. Yeah. Like. Yes, one and a card. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, don't, you know. You know what you would choose. Yeah. Um. So anyways, and then I had a bunch of... uh. I have a bunch of um, embalmed creatures. I had one unsummon. I had, but I had like Labyrinth Guardian. I had Talkrop Skirmisher. Right? I had a whole bunch of things that come back anyways. And uh, yeah, it was pretty great. Like a Naga Oracle and a strategic planning to just like put stuff in my graveyards that I can God Pharaoh's gift. Two Deserts Hold. Yeah, that looks It's a really good deck. Uh, I went 4-1. Oh my God. I know. Which is like, you know, it's a good record. It is. Like, in a competitive format. Um, not good enough to make top eight, but I flooded super hard, uh, two, in two games back to back. And the first one, I think I should have mulliganed, but it's like, uh, I think this is, it was tough because I had like five lands and two spells, which usually right. We say like, throw it. Yeah. Except the spells were Labyrinth Guardian and Tawkrop Skirmisher. Yeah. Which both embalm. So it's like, it's really mm -hmm. hard to look at that hand and say, I have two spells because it yeah. feels like more, but I think I should have mulliganed it because then I drew a couple more lands and it's like, this hand is really bad. Yeah. 
Oh, that so is so I think so that was a bad. I, that was a bad, bad decision on my part. Is that how they're all doing all PTQs now? The pod version. Yes, I think Man, so. That's so. so hard. It's tough, but you know, it was it was a lot of fun, and I did really like it because unlike the Super Sunday series, which is like eight rounds, and if you like win one, like if you lose one in the middle, you're just like. I want to quit, but, but I'm like, if there's going. so many rounds yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, even That's true. when you lose one, it's just like, um, I lost round four. So even then I only had like one round, but the point is like, I lost round four and it's like, well, obviously I'm going to finish out the event. Right. It's only five rounds. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's that's so, positive. Yeah, I, like I do like that. I like how time efficient it is, even if it's super competitive. You have to obviously get both get both lucky and play well. So. It's interesting too. Your deck that you put together, which is just I straight, really like it. straight blue white. <laughs> yeah. Um. I so and this was also interesting because I had like um, I had like the blue black uh, aftermath card where you bounce something and then they discard two. And I had um, mm. the five mana instant, you know, exile something in yeah. black. And I had a Traveler's Amulet. But I obviously decided to just go straight blue-white because I think that I've been a little too enthusiastic about splashing. And I, You're like, you don't I need chose to. consistency. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like, I had those, de- you know, I had those Desert's Holds. That's desert the thing, like, holds. if you're going to go... Uh, and play multiple colors in this format in sealed. You definitely can because there are lots of ways to do it. And going big, you get rewarded. Um, but there's also the the side point, which is that if you don't really need to, if your deck is, I mean, you've got to you've got to value consistency as well. Yeah. So she and didn't in this need case, to. Case like I felt really good about it. There were games where my deck was just like my deck was super consistent. I also yep. kept like a couple of two land hands a couple of times, but it was because I had like three two drops in my hand. That also have Embalm, and it's like, that's a great, you know, that's a great hand. That's a great situation to be in. So Well, good finish and, like, <sighs> brutal one loss. Next time. Next time. We're coming for you next time. And we'll get to see some more sealed, actually, action this month uh, coming up at Grand Prix Indianapolis, uh, the 26th of this month, which is August, which is like, we are deep into this format at this yes. point. We are deep in there. See how people kind of approach it this far into the format. Uh, Are we seeing more sweet Crazy God Pharaoh's gift action? Probably. Hopefully. That card is so good. That card is great. If you don't watch our stream, one, you should. And two, last week, you could have seen me have the soul read on holding a mango horn for like literally six turns until our opponent played a God Pharaoh's gift. We had never seen it out of them, right? You know that. We had not. We're in like game two and we haven't seen it at all, but I was just like, I'm holding this. And then they play it and shoot up. It's like, boom, mango horn. The best part was that chat was like, what are you doing with that mango horn in your main deck? Everyone was so mad. What are you doing? Yeah, do you know what? This card is (laughs) sick. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, it was great. So go over if you want to be notified. By the way, of when we stream, because it's not always like a on, regular on a time. Schedule, you can go to Twitch.tv/slash/MagicTheAmateuring. That's amateur ing, and uh, you can follow us. Boop, click follow, and you'll get a little notification. notification. which is a, you know a handy. I get notified when we start streaming. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, you are to streaming. my email. <laughs> yep. Commander 2017 previews. Cats. 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 Catmander. Cats. Cat Cats. action. Meow. That's right. It's like Broadway in the 1980s up in here. Cats. Did you ever see Cats? No. Speaking of our theater podcast. <laughs> 
Speaking of, I have not seen Cats. Let me tell you what happened to me when I saw Cats. So, like many children yeah. of the 90s, uh-huh. uh, I saw Cats. Yeah. And um, we were actually in... This is what is saddest to me looking back on it. Okay. We, our family visited New York, a family trip. Yeah. See the Statue of Liberty, do the tourist thing, see a Broadway show, of course. And what we saw was Cats. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. As an adult, like, why... Did we have to ruin our lives like this? Anyway, what I sat in the audience and I was a theater savvy child having seen a lot of it. And I was just so confused because Cats is not a linear storyline. <laughs> it's just like random Yeah, it's stuff. like vignettes, right? It's, it's little like vignettes, vignettes that are loosely tied together at the end for some weird stuff that happens with a cat, like ascending to cat heaven. That's tr- It's like, What? What? I mean, there's like one good song, and that is uh, Mr. Mistopheles. Um, But like <laughs> the rest of it is just like a crazy really? yeah. acid trip. Um, anyway, man. Wow. Don't do that to your children. It's quite confusing for yeah. them. <laughs> also, like, go see something go made see in the last decade. Show. I also, we also saw Annie that trip. It's all coming back to me. And oh. it, that was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. I, we saw it, I think, because there had been like a a competition to find Annie show that uh-huh. had been on. And, oh, boy, that child, I mean, could not act. <laughs> Which is, like, the singing was fine, but they value it so highly. And it's like, you also need to be able to say the last three don't sound totally ridiculous. This is my beef with Broadway. When you hire yeah. child actors, make sure they're good actors, too. Take a card from Fun Home, okay? Anyway, let's talk about Commander. <laughs> so... Uh, we have, let's, all right, so, as you said, today is Dragon Day. Dragon Day. Tuesday, August 8th, Dragon, Dragon Day. Dragon Day. Dragon Day, because we have Territorial Hellkite. We just have, like, a bunch of dragons. Scale Lord, Reckoner, Dragon. We have a Cat Dragon. Cat Dragon? Wasa- Look at this. Wasatora Nakoru Queen. <laughs> Nakoru Queen! Two black, red, green, so a Jund Cat Dragon with flying and trample. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player sacrifices sacrifices a creature if the player can't you create a 3-3 black red and green cat dragon (laughs) creature token with flying it's a kitten this this art is baller look at this so good look at this big old like that is a great cat dragon oh yeah that's what a cat dragon would look like yeah this is a legit cat dragon cynthia shepherd well done it looks like a giant amazing panther with like some gold you know gold detailing and then like amazing dragon wings this cat dragon is an A+. Like, if you're the kind of person that can't decide if you like cats or dragons better, yeah. here you go. Although, let's look at this dragon spirit. Oof. Holy buckets. This they, thing is, like, kind of terrifying. It's insane, and the name of the card almost didn't fit on it. Yes, that's true. It's very strange. Like, along with it, because it's one and then Wooberg. Yeah. Uh, white, blue, black, red, green. Oh, Kagachi, Vengeful Kami. And that literally, that plus its mana cost literally takes up the entire top line. (laughs) Legendary creature, dragon spirit. But look at this art. Yeah, it's got, it's like a Hydra dragon situation. But there's like some sort of like glowing orb. It's like, you know, one of those ones that you put your hand on. And it's like the electricity touches it. Um, Flying trample, 6-6. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, if that player attacked you during his or her last turn, exile target non-land permanent that player controls. These dragons are about exiling. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they really like exiling. And these commanders that are just every color. Yeah. Like... (laughs) 
Just do whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> In your commander yeah. decks. The Ur Dragon. The Ur Dragon. Holy cow, that's like a th- the, the, the Dragon. The Ur Dragon for Wooberg. 10 10. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eminence. As long as the Ur Dragon is in the command zone or on the battlefield, other dragon spells you cast cost one less to cast. Flying. Whenever one or more dragons you control attack, draw that many cards, then you may put a permanent card from your hand Whoa. onto the battlefield. All right. Holy bucket. So this costs nine? Yeah. For a 10 10, that does everything? Hmm. I don't know enough about Commander to know how bad it is if your Commander is that expensive. Of that that seems really expensive, but but I mean you can do things like ramp, like soul ring is showing up in this. Yeah, that's true. Spoiler, so yeah, sure enough. Um, wow, yeah, these dragons are super sick. Yeah, and I guess like if you just want to do whatever the heck you want to do, just use a dragon as your commander, and then <laughs> and then you can do whatever. Oof. Wow. So wow. yeah, that that's pretty sweet. Um, but yesterday, Maria. It. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. Wasn't Dragon Day. No, it was Cat it Day. It was Cat Day. Cat Day. Cat Day. Cat Day, best day. We got a bunch of new cats for Commander, which Including I a love. bunch of legendary cats. Yes, so you have a lot of choices for your Catmander. Um, we've got Miri, Weatherlight Duelist, uh, first striking 3 2 for 3. Whenever she attacks, each opponent can't block more than one creature this combat. And as long as she is tapped, more than one creature can attack. Can no more than one creature can attack you each combat. Wow. So she slows wow. down attacks, but pow- powers up your attackers. So that's pretty that's sweet. Pretty if you great. Like have pretty an good. Ag- aggressive cat strategy. We also have uh, Arabo, Roar of the World. <laughs> that's the cutest name of I'm all the time. Roar of the World. Roar. Roar. Uh, Eminence at the beginning uh, This is three green white for a 5-5 Eminence at the beginning of combat on your turn If Arabo Roar of the World is in the command zone Or on the battlefield Another target cat you control gets plus 3 plus 3 until end of turn Whenever another cat you control attacks You may may pay 1 green white If you do it gains trampling Gets plus X plus X until end of turn Where X is its power Wow Yeah these cats like to attack and I'm into it yeah, these cats are all about getting in there. They're all green white. What what a cat color. It's such it's like a, a very good cat, cat color. color. Lovely cat color. This is a cat that is not a legendary cat, but no. really it's caught so my cute. eye because it is so Oh cute. my god, it's like little paws on the Ooh, rat's tail. Hungry like, links. You're not going anywhere. Excuse which me. is also like kind of menacing, but whatever. You don't think you're surviving. You're, you think you're you don't survive, get to go. But you're you stay not. here. <laughs> My mouth is a nice warm bed. Uh, so Hungry Links 2-2. The flavor of this card is also fantastic. Cats you control have protection from rats. Oh. Whoever wrote that, genius. I yep. love it. Yep. At the beginning of your end step, target opponent creates a 1-1 black rat creature token with death touch. Whenever a rat dies, put a plus one plus one counter on each cat you control. Wow. Um, so I don't know. I this feel Links like- is like hum, nom, nom. <laughs> I feel uh-huh. like uh-huh. giving your opponent a free 1-1 death touch every turn is probably really bad. Yeah. But um, for everybody else that's in this multiplayer game. Yeah. But for you, it's kind of okay because yeah. you just have a bunch of cats and then you have some way to kill a lot of 1-1s yeah. and pump up your cat team. Ooh. Done. Ooh. Hungry Lynx. Adorable. Hungry Lynx. I love your little floofy... Your f- fluff loops like on your licking, face. It's licking its chops. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Cat is holding on to this rat and it yum. says, I'm about to eat you. 
Yeah, these cats are great. Oh, they're great. And I'm so excited. Kathleen, Loading Ready Run, probably getting very excited as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And this is what I want to happen. So the, o- <laughs> the only time I've had a commander deck was a pre-con that we, um, is in the Hiri pre-con, which was like yeah. white creatures and equipment, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But what I want to do is I think it would be fun to make this cat mander deck um, using, you know, all of these new cat cards yeah plus you know just whatever else has been already existing in the commander zeitgeist for cat players did you just call it a zeitgeist (laughs) sure did just making sure (laughs) remember that cpr is only chest compressions (laughs) don't listen to me do as i don't say not as I do, do say, as the as the as saying the goes. Um, but <laughs> I actually do think it'd be fun to make this deck. Yeah. So after all the cards are spoiled, if you are a commander player that has the read on the cat meta, mm-hmm. please get in touch and let us know what the build should be because I don't actually yeah. know. We can do it, Maria. Mm-hmm. I believe in us. Do you really? I believe in us. Okay. We can do it. Are you inspired? I will make a cat deck. Okay. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's, and it, and it won't be good, but it'll be what I want it to be. Right. Exactly. Yes. I don't know, like, how good, that, that's, that's my, you know, thing with Who Commander cares? is, like, sometimes de- the decks are really good and super broken, and that's why Azuri is, or not Azuri. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, is banned, who that's just, like, you draw all the cards, nobody else draws the cards. Oh, yeah, they just, uh, Leovold. Yeah, Leovold. Yeah, they just banned Leovold because that was mean. Because that was mean and not fun. Blake, we're that's looking all, at so you. That's all about, like, the community of who you're playing with. Yeah, that's true. So, like, true. if you go and play it at, like, a side event at a GP, maybe you're going to have, like, some jerk opponent who decides to turn one everybody. And then they're like, and also humility is so um, get but, wrecked. But uh, maybe... You also can just play with people who are also trying to have fun. Okay. All right. That's and that's good. Super I'll do that because exactly. it, this cat deck does seem pretty fun. It's yeah. not going to do stuff that's like really super broken, but I don't want to do that. I just yeah. want to attack with some cats. You just want to have some cats. What if all you want is to have a bunch of cats on the battlefield? That's what I want. See? And good I want enough. to put counters on them, and that's what I'm going to do with my hungry mm-hmm. lynx. Anyway, Points. keep your uh, eyes on the lookout for more Commander cards as they are previewed on social media or whatever, Commander 2017, coming your way real soon. And, uh, yeah, if, if you're into the cat deck, just, you know, solidarity. Solidarity in, in cat life. Flavor Text Theater presents Make, Make it, it Almond, Almond Cat. cat. Uh, I've got a pack of Ether Revolt. And I've got a pack of Kaladesh. I'm going to crack these and make these cards um, and get. That's right. Who says we can't be in Magic R&D? We probably say that, but... Many people say that, (laughs) but that's beside the point. So what we're going to do is, of course, these cards go into drawing for uh, the end of the month for somebody who is a uh, patron. So head on over Mm -hmm. if you want to get in this drawing. I'm just going to... All right, uh, this first one is... Oh, God in heaven. That was terrible. Sorry. Uh, It's okay. Did you buy a new cord for it? No. I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, Okay, so this first one is Implement of Malice. I forgot about the implement. No, sorry. I'm going to call it Implement of the God Pharaoh. (laughs) Uh, But it does the exact same thing, which is if you sacrifice it, target player discards a card. 
pretty good. This one here is built to smash, if you remember this beauty. Instant, you get plus three, plus three target attacking creature. If it's an artifact creature, it gains trample. And what this one is going to be is called built to prey. <laughs> and it's like in deference to, to one of yeah. the gods. Yeah. Built to prey. And what you do... <laughs> It's pretty niche. Is if you're attacking with a god, uh, you get plus. It gets plus three. Plus three. It's so bad. Never pick this card. Never pick built to prey. It's horrible. Okay. Uh, I have defiant salvager, which was a two and a black two two wow. sacrifice an artifact or creature. Put a plus one plus one counter on it. How quickly um, I forget these cards. I know it. Uh, defiant mummy. Ooh. Two and a black. Um, sacrifice a non-zombie creature. Uh, put a plus one, plus one counter on this and tap target creature opponent controls. Nice. I've got High Spire Artisan, if you remember this little gem. 03, reach, fabricate one. And what I want to do is I want to make um, Embalming Artisan, um, which we never really got to see um, too much embalming, which I think the mummies did it. I do it on Almond Cat. They have to. It's kind of that's really sick if you think about it. <laughs> um, but what's going to happen that is mummies involve other mummies. Yes, that they are in charge of making other mummies. Is uh, if you have a creature with embalm in your graveyard, you play this, and it has the um, this activated ability on it that costs. Not sure what it costs. Wait, no, no. It turns something into having embalm. That's what it does. So it costs Ooh. probably a lot to activate. Um, because this is turning into a Godfrey's situation. <laughs> and then it turns it into an embalmed creature who uh, enters the battlefield as as a token, as an embalmed token. Oh, so like maybe like six mana. And then uh, you have to sacrifice it or something. Six mana eternalized target creature. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. In a graveyard. And then sacrifice. Yeah. yeah I love it. Uh, I have Metallic Rebuke, which is going to become Kefnet's Rebuke. Ooh. Uh, it's two and a blue for an instant. Um, and it's modal, and it says return target creature or target permanent to its owner's hands, or counter target spell unless its opponent play, pays two. Makes sense. I've got experimental aviator. Remember this card? It was really good. It was O three three blue blue flying. When it enters, you create two uh, thopters. So what's going to happen is it's called. Um, it's going to be called experimental. Um, <laughs> what is it going to be called? Experimental. Um, a uh, 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 convert. So it's somebody who is converting to a different god, and it's Kefnet that they love. And the art is like somebody strapping wings onto themselves so they can fly up and try and see Kefnet because they want to be, you know, up there hanging out with with the god Pharaoh. Um, yeah. So it's just like it, you. It's basically an enchantment. Give somebody something flying. Yeah, nice. That's all. All right, I have hidden stockpile. Oh, this, this was, was a deck this weekend. Black, too, yeah, by the way. Uh, revolt at the end, at the beginning of your end step, if a permanent you control left the battlefield this turn, create a one-one colorless servo artifact creature token, one sacrifice a creature scry one. I'm gonna, it's still gonna be hidden stockpile, but instead of hidden stockpile of servos, it's a hidden stockpile of mummies. Yes. And zombies. Um, and we're gonna make it one white black for an enchantment. And uh, if a if a if a non-token. Um, Zombie creature entered the battlefield under your control. Create a 2-2 zombie token. Yeah, that's pretty good. Confiscation coup is the rare uh, from my pack, which I actually believe we saw played this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Confiscation coup. Um, you just get control of artifact or creature and four energy. And then you can pay any amount of energy to um, gain control of whatever that thing is equal to CMC. So this... Is going to be instead of confiscation coup, it's going to be confiscation cute. 
And what's going to happen is you are stealing something from the God Pharaoh's temple. So you're going to the temple and you are taking an artifact or whatever out of it. So basically, um, it's kind of similar in that you get control of, of ar- mm-hmm. artifact, but that's mm-hmm. it's more narrow in that you also can't get a creature because you're just stealing a relic Ooh. relic from the gods. Uh, high Spire Infusion, one in a green instant target creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. Uh, I was going to call it uh, Infusion of Strength, but it's literally just Gift of Strength by another <laughs> name. Yep. The end. I've got High Tide Hermit, which was our friendly little crab friend that had Defender 4-4, and uh, this is going to be Luxa Hermit, and <laughs> yep. Luxa River Hermit, and uh, yeah, it's going to be similar, but it can only be played if you are flooding out. <laughs> Sorry, I cracked myself up with that one. You can, <laughs> you can only play this card if you have played a, a, land, this a land this turn. So oh, Nice, nice. <laughs> I kind of like that. Um, or I can only attack if you play a land. Yeah, this only turn. attack if All you right. play a land. Um, so this card is Ridge Scale Tusker. Oh, this guy is great. This card is so good. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to call this. Uh, God, I'm forgetting like... Um, I'm forgetting the names of places in Amonkhet. Uh, there was like, like Oncrop, Crop. Yeah, those are like the different like groups that they're a part of. Yeah, what's the green one? Man, um, Ret Crop was white. White. Oh man, I'm trying to think of the green white dude. Oncrop. That one was Oncrop. That was Oncrop. Yeah, I think so. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, we'll call it the Oncrop Tusker. Sure. Does the same thing. Oncrop Tusker. Um, wait, we'll say that you can, uh, when it attacks, we're going to make it slightly cheaper so that it's more reasonable, but it's three green green. I mean, less powerful. For a 4-4, four, four, um, when it attacks, you can exert it to put a plus one plus one counter on each other attacking creature you control. Oh, sick. Yeah, that card still, is that Still card's good. I got Cloudblazer up in here. Whoop, whoop. Which some people have been putting into the God Pharaoh's gift deck in standard, mm-hmm. by the way. Cloudblazer is going to turn red because it's got Blazer in its name. So uh, it's yep. going to just be called God Blazer. And, <laughs> and <laughs> when you put it on, it's like a nice, it's like a nice blazer from the 80s. It's a nice blazer. When you put it on, uh-huh. your creature turns red and has fire breathing. Oh, all right. All Cloudblazer. Right. Um, Reservoir Walker is going to turn into, um, what's the, God, what's the stupid place, you know, of the, the temple? What do, what do you mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the lore as well as you. I'm forgetting the name of the thing that's outside. They open the gates and there's, oh the yeah, ne- Necropolis Walker. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, and when it enters the battlefield, uh, it's the same, you gain three life. Um, but instead of uh, three energy, uh, you get. Hmm. Oh, this, I'm gonna make this card really good. You get a two-two zombie. Ooh, sick. So you get that's. Uh, I made that card. We are making we are making some that card powerful really cards yeah. today. I've got hunt the weak, which is gonna turn into hunt the loser because in Amonkhet it's all about winners of trials. And what's gonna happen is if you get into combat, two creatures get into combat and they just bounce. Um, off of each other, um, you're going to turn one of those creatures into a loser with a hunt the loser, which kills target creature that uh, that b- the combat damage bounce this turn. How do you format that? I don't know. Uh, all right. I have filigree crawler. Um, and this one, uh, <laughs> instead of uh, filigree, it's going to be, oh, 
man. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be scarab crawler. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a scarab. It's an insect. Uh, and when it dies, you create a locust. I've got oh, sa- I'm locust. salivating gremlins. Aww. Which salivating so good that I just want to keep it, and I want to call it salivating servants. And uh, it's <laughs> drooling zombies. <laughs> the art is zombies just drooling uh, as they are harvesting some crops because they're hungry, but they can never eat ever again because they're freaking mummies. Yeah. Salivating, salivating servants, and it's white, of course, and it's just like a, it's just like a tutu. And uh, since they're hungry, you can pay like six in a white and put a counter on it, which is like feeding them. Uh, prey upon stays the same because I feel like that's that's just flavorful for torch gauntlet. Remember Ooh, this? Oh, yeah. Gauntlet kind of seems very trial, so it'd be yeah. Torch of the Trials. Ooh. Ooh nice. So it's like the Olympic Torch. Yeah, it's like the Olympic Torch. And when your creature is equipped with it, they can tap to ping your opponent. Torch of the Trials. I have um, Chandra's Revolution, which instead is going to be um, Hazaret's Trek. <laughs> Hazaret's Trek. Yep. Uh, and instead of dealing four damage to target creature, uh, it... It's an instant that makes uh, up to two target creatures indestructible until end of turn. Iron League Steed is just going to turn into Crested Sunmare. Deal with it. <laughs> Gonti's Machinations is going to turn into Nickel Bolas's Machinations. Yeah, meow, 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 meow. And whenever you lose life for the first time each turn, um, you get... Who? What should you get? <laughs> I don't know. We're just making so many busted We're cards. We're making busted cards. Do you know what? Gonti's Machinations just becomes imminent doom. All right. Sick. You get a counter on it. Acrobatic Maneuver. Remember when we thought this card seems real garbage, but then it turned out to be, you know, yeah, totally pretty fine. all right. Um, it's going to turn into um, a Stabbing Maneuver. <laughs> and it's just Stab Wound. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ether Inspector is going to become Binding Inspector. Oh, yeah. Uh, Inspecting the bindings. Exactly. On, on, uh, on Zombies. Uh, and when it enters the battlefield, you can untap target zombie you control. Workshop assistant is going to, of course, turn into another kind of embalming thing because they're helping out yeah. with the embalming, embalming assistant. And it's just like a cat that's sitting there, like, playing with the wrappings Aww. of a zombie. So it's kind of cute. It's like embalming assistant. You're not really helping. And it's just like a one-two kitty cat. Aww. And uh, when it comes in, um, just like a creature in your graveyard gets gains embalming. Yeah. Don't know how you track that. Um, until end of turn. You until, say, okay. Like, in, until end of turn. So instead oh, yeah, of there you go. a three mana, it can be like two mana and then you Ooh, use something involved. That's, involved. A, that's actually a good design. Yeah. <laughs> Alley evasion just stays the same. Ninth Bridge Patrol. Ooh, I remember this fabulous yeah. fellow. Is going to be Hecma Patrol. It's kind of like Hecma Sentinels in that it exactly is. <laughs> Uh, Zeb, Skyship Raider. Ooh, is a nice. It becomes a freaking planeswalker because she's yes. that badass. Yes, Kari, you need to be a planeswalker. Kerizev, uh, for, you can plus one her to make Ragavan. Yes. Her legendary 2-1 friend. Uh, you can minus, uh, you can minus three her to deal three damage to something. Yeah. Um, and her ultimate is just like, go find a, a goddamn skyship in your deck yes. and put it into play. Yes! 
That is exactly what I would want her to do. And oh my gosh, she needs to be a planeswalker. I kind of got on my soapbox about this this last weekend, but she's so great. And we're doing a Pirates and Dinosaurs oh. theme set coming up, Ixalan. Get like her why? in there. Yeah, Get her so in there. My last card is a foil, a foil blossoming defense. Like nice. this is a pretty good Patreon haul here. Yeah. Um, I don't know blossoming that's defense. Carrie Zeb. This is being played in red right now. We got a blossoming defense played in standard. Yeah, man. Cloud Blazer played in standard. Compensation coup. We did see it played in standard. So. Mm-hmm. Get on over to patreon.com slash mtxs and throw your name in the proverbial hat. And put that proverbial hat into the proverbial ring. (laughs) Hello, that's the end of the show. (laughs) Goodbye. I hope that you've learned a lot about how to not perform CPR and what plays to not go see. Yeah, next week we'll tell you what please plays to please go see. Yes. We will be, we'll have a positive theater podcast. Uh, uh, and we will give you actual tips on how to perform CPR. <laughs> Which you still shouldn't follow because we are not we a are medical We are not a medical podcast. podcast. Just go get CPR certified. It's a great thing to do. But of course, thank you again to everybody who's a patron of our show. We met a few of you at the GP, and it was so wonderful um, to see you out there in the wild and loving life and playing magic. And thank mm-hmm. you to everybody who has considered and become a new member of the Less Than 1% Club because your support keeps the show going, literally. Um, and of course, cardkingdom.com slash cast. Head there for all of your magic needs. We talked about the blog. We talked about how insanely fast they ship cards. They are just doing it and doing it right. Cardkingdom.com slash cast. Okay.